Sakuna Show. I'm Ford Pier, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, tempting fate wherever you are. Putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select with the help of our friends Synchronicity. We're Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8 Ball, show. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here at Zed Studios in Vancouver, British Columbia, on April 24th, 2018, with our musical guest for this episode of Radio 8 Ball, the great Ford Pierre. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Ford. Thanks, Andras. It's a pleasure. And Ford, uh, we uh, we go back a lot. We go back quite a ways. That's a fact. We've. I'm, I was trying to think of the t- when we met. I I have this really <laughs> this funny memory of you sitting on my couch in Olympia, Washington. I think you were probably on tour with Veda Hilly. <laughs> yeah. And you quote you <laughs> you made a quote. You quoted time after time the Malcolm McDowell, Mary Steenburgen, and David Warner film. I did. Yeah, you said something like there's some quote about free love. And it happened to be a quote that I knew, and I was like, time oh, yeah, after time. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> and as someone who's constantly ref- making references to films or sure. quoting things that I don't expect anyone to get when someone does get it, it's great. And I just had, we had this moment of like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, yeah, I didn't remember that at all. <laughs> it's probably about the only thing. That's not a good picture. <laughs> oh, that's great. No, it's great. But uh, we'll get into a little bit more of how of our connection throughout this. Uh-huh. Okay. But what you're here to do is you are here to provide the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. You have eight songs that are going to be chosen at random yeah. uh, using the Radio 8 cards and the Radio 8 coin. And would you mind playing just... Uh, just Something while I uh, oh, okay. while I read these song titles. Song number one, Ponce de Leon versus the Risible Shock of Authenticity. Song number two, The Dark Women. Song number three, On Withholding. Song number four, Finer Qualities. Song number five, I Can't See You. Song number six, Legionnaire's Song. Song number seven, Occam's Depilatory. And song number eight, I'll Tell the World. And those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. We're going to be getting questions from several folks from... Your travels in the world as a musician? Yeah, most of my feckless companions can't be bothered to make it out to something like this. And so (sighs) there's been a number of cancellations. And, uh, well, it's it's all going to work out fine. It's all going to work out great. We're gonna have, uh, we're gonna have, well, we, yeah, we'll, 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 as they come on, as they come on, we'll introduce them. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So, and we're gonna get to to my question. Oh, first, and we do have, we have your question here for yep. fans of crinkling paper, like this part of the show, a little pa- you know, the fetish that some people have, and that will be opened at the end. The last song on the board will be the answer to your question, and so. 
Yeah, so I have a couple of questions in mind. Uh-huh. Um, it's wild being back in Vancouver. Being a while. Yeah. I used to come to Vancouver three, four, All five time. times a year yep. to play shows up here. It was the, the place where my band, the city where my, man, my band did the best. So, I had, so, of course, I just assumed that this was the place where people were the smartest, the most soulful, and the coolest. Part of that was, yeah. <laughs> Part of that was true. Yeah. But then it's been a while, and and we the last, one of the last times I was here, we worked on a record together. That's right. That you. So you haven't been around since then, eh? I came, that was in like what two thousand and three, two thousand two, two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah. I think yeah. I made it come up to visit once or twice uh-huh. for a weekend or something, but that's about it. I kind of that was when uh, it's funny we've had we had Tracy Bonham on the show last uh, for the listeners it'll be two episodes ago. And she was talking about how the time right after 2000, like out around 2001, her life got really difficult. And there we had several callers who were all saying the same thing. Like, and I guess maybe everyone went through some sort of life change or something around that time because it de- that definitely was the case for me. Yeah, 2001 was a big one. And we did, you know, we did, we worked really hard on this record. And it was mm-hmm. it was beautiful. And then I just abandoned it for like. 15 16 years i just couldn't i couldn't go back to it i don't know why because it's beautiful it's amazing i mean i'm it sounds like i'm talking about my own record but i'm really you know what's amazing to me is the the musicians from vancouver played on it just the arrangements you did and we actually one of the the people who's mixed the guy who's mixing it is going to be uh calling in later as a guest on the show sheldon gomberg can't wait to speak to him and so it'll be fun introducing you in the realm of the pop oracle and all these engineers named Sheldon. I know. All right, we have our, our Sheldon is the, the engineer here. He's not going to speak because he said that if he if he uttered a word, the the building would catch on fire and everything would collapse. So he's he's engineering silently unless he decides he wants to talk. No, nope, no, nope, Sheldon is silent like Harpo Marx, but uh, less rambunctious. That's no no honking of horns and, and such, grabbing of legs and all that. Anyway. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get to my question, which is, and, and and I I actually don't really want to ask. Uh, the, it's, I'm tempted to ask about this about the record, all you get that we that we worked on, but I don't know. If, I don't really think that's where I want to go. Um, we're going to be recording three episodes of Radio Eight Ball here in Vancouver, and like I said, I had a really I, I had a very strong and intimate connection to this town for me. You know, mm-hmm. when you tour, you there are certain places that feel better to come back to than others and being back i'm very aware of one sort of that sense of like when you come back to the town it's like the clock starts up again so it's like oh i was just here and then also very aware of how much time has passed and i actually i used to have fantasies that i that i might someday become a canadian because i am a vancouverite uh, if I if I had met the right person, who knows? It might have happened. And not to say that I didn't meet the right people. I met all the right people, just not the people I wanted to marry or that wanted to marry me. That wasn't in the cards. But I guess that is the question: is like there's a part of me that feels like I believe in alternate timelines, and in some alternate timeline, I became I I stayed here in Vancouver instead of running back to to Olympia and uh, abandoning this record for 15, 16 years. I stayed here in Vancouver, and I put down roots, and I and I lived here, and I've been here all along. 
And so, so I guess my question is, is I want to explore that alternate timeline, and I want to ask, what would my life have been like if that had happened? If I had chosen to stay in Vancouver instead of not choosing that, uh, or even not even really considering that. So now, to engage the Pop Oracle, yeah. I'm going to pick... One of the Radio 8 cards, we have eight cards, numbered one through eight. I'm going to pick one of them, and that will determine which song off of your list is answering my question. All right. Now, Ford, would you mind, uh, would you mind chugging along on one chord that I can... Going to pick a card, any card. Going to pick a card, pick a card, any card. Pick a card now. Song number seven. Occam's Depilatory. Who gives a fuck about an Oxford comma? I do. Things aren't better than the things that they replace just because they're new. Our standards are our standards because they're deeply felt. And we owe it to our standards that they should be upheld. Or what's the point in having standards for? These fellas went to work on me on changes they would like to see, but I remained unmoved. Things aren't an improvement just because they've been improved. Dude said, check it out, this shit'll get you loaded. Faster than the fastball of Ryan exploded. But I don't get that wasted anymore. Doesn't hold the appeal that it did before. Oblivion. Taught me everything it can. Well, anyway, I tried, but I was usually too preoccupied making a friend or formulating a plan. And some of them were good, and some of them were fun. Every day I come up with at least one great idea, though telling you so wasn't necessarily one. So now I got a Facebook page, like every other twat my age, and I'm complicit in what I once despised, and by that I feel victimized, and I hear the smashing pumpkins might, bury the hatchet, reunite, is that why our grandfathers went to war, who gives a fuck about a split infinitive, I most certainly do, yeah. That is Occam's depilatory. The answer to my question: What would my life have been like if I had to, if I had stayed in Vancouver after finishing the record "All You Get" that Ford and I worked on back in two thousand one, two thousand two? Now you know. And uh, tell us a little bit about that song. Where do you, what's the? That's pretty recent. Pretty recent tune. Oh, it got written. No, it's uh, it's a song that I ordinarily do with a string quartet that I have, which is called "Strength of Materials," and. Uh, that was our first single, as a matter of fact. Um, it's a I, I. I don't really know why I wrote that song. Um, I. I think that the sentiment is. I don't know. I mean, like people. Okay, first of all, it contains a pretty obvious reference to a Vampire Weekend song, right? Okay, you yeah. know that one. Yeah. Uh, well, who gives a fuck yeah, about an Oxford right. comma? And then it goes off in a different direction. And I don't know. I mean, like just sort of basically the point of it is, is all in there, but. 
it's it's only a point it's only a point of view and the uh the person who is who is saying these things can't necessarily be trusted so the the uh the author in this is not you uh i very I'm... seldom write from my own perspective got it got it okay well that'll be that'll be good for us to explore so do you want to tell us a little bit is is it like uh do you have a clear idea of who this person is who's singing this? Because it's like a Randy Newman thing, like where you're like, okay, I know that this, you know, this is from the standpoint of a slave well, owner, or this is the standpoint. I of think a... I, you know, somebody who would get all hot under the collar about the sorts of things that the person singing this song is is probably somebody who's done his best to, you know, uh, advance by all of the traditional paths, and uh, and he's he's played by the rules, and he feels as though he's being sold a bill of goods when he sees other means of advancement succeeding. And uh, I don't know. I mean, there's just sort of a, 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 uh, a, a rigidity that sets in for a certain type of mind when they're disappointed in their endeavors for long enough. Yeah. That's maybe... Uh, I can certainly relate to that. And, you know, there's some lines here, things aren't better than the things that they replace just because they're new. And as a sense of like the grass is always greener to that line. And I just and I have also there's not really much arguing with with that line. Yeah. I mean, like no matter who's saying it, it's, you know, it's axiomatic. Right. It's a fact. And it's something I also think about, like, just. The. All of, I guess there's that sense of, I, you have a sense that if you were in a different place, things would be different, but you'd still be there. And so all of, probably all of the things that I've gone through wherever I've been, I would have had to go through here. Like I'm thinking about particularly the line of, I don't get that wasted anymore. It doesn't hold the appeal it did before. Uh-huh. That's kind of, when I think about that, I just, it sounds like that thing of like, oh, I can't, I can't go out and rage like I used to without mm-hmm. feeling the effects of it because I've gotten older and right. and that's going to happen wherever you are, right? So, yeah. oh sure. I mean in a way there's a part of me that feels like, oh, well maybe that is more and more I feel like sometimes the roads not taken are I'm glad that I didn't take them because they get to stay pristine. You mm-hmm. know, the person you oh, didn't sure. date, your relationship with them is always going to be great. Yeah. The yeah, place yeah. you didn't move to, it's always going to, that would have been, you know, that's an idyllic place. I can always put my mind there. Yeah. Well, this is what I mean, like, you, you don't want to, yeah, yeah, I think that the, uh, one uh, has a uh, a sense that one has has improved and one has, uh, uh, one, one has grown. Uh, uh, one is further along in, uh, interior ways than then then might be immediately evident to somebody who's you know like yeah i'm doing a whole lot better i i i think about things in a much more positive way i have a i have a more productive routine you know and to have that interior perspective challenged mm-hmm. is uh is upsetting to the ego sometimes you know because you 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 change your routines around or you 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 deliberately improve yourself in in uh very obvious and extrovert ways you know i go out and get a new hat mm-hmm. grow a mustache mm-hmm. uh 
or, uh, you know, go for a run three or four times a week, uh, lay off these foods. I don't get that wasted anymore. You know, right. I've done that. And so, you know, when these things fail to yield the glorious results that you go through all of the heartache and inconvenience of actually doing them for, then you feel as though, well, there must be forces in conspiracy against me out there because, you know, this this should have this should have worked out. I've done this properly by any metric, Mm -hmm. you know, so. There's a sort of, but then on the other hand, I mean, like the song, as far as the way that the song goes and how it might relate to somebody, in this case, you, who might have lived it if you had stayed in Vancouver or in some other Canadian city and made a life for yourself, is that, you know, the, the song has a character which I think nods in the direction of the person has a little bit of a sense of humor about it. Yeah, yeah. So and I forgive me. I I I, I wish I I knew what what is a depi- what's a depilatory. Uh, depilatory is uh, like nair or neat that removes hair, unwanted hair from oh. a body. Occam's razor, Occam's depilatory. There we go. Got it. Got it. Okay. Cool. Well, I guess I mean there's a there's an uh, sort of a fractal quality to these answers there's all of the specifics in the lines but then there's just i hear the song i don't know a lot of people who write songs where i have to ask them to tell me what the vocabulary is (laughs) and that's what i'm like i think that's it also so it encapsulates also what i miss about uh vancouver and the vancouver music scene and about you is just all of these really smarty pants musicians who i know up here who who live in a community of other people who also are pushing that uh, that not uh, not pushing the envelope, but just there's an audience that is interested in interesting there words is. and ideas. Whether it's just other musicians, where the hell are they? Well, you know, I mean, uh, you keep you you've had, you've kept. I mean, it's not like you stopped. You your career ended in 2002. You've kept things no. up. No, no, yeah. I, I continue you've to made, perform. You make records. I, yeah, you play with a lot of other. We should actually tell people that's who don't already know who actually we haven't really did done this, but for people who don't already know you, because a lot of people who are listening to this will be Ford Pier fans, but a lot of them will also be just people who listen to Radio Eight Ball and don't know you. I mentioned that you played with Veda Hilly many yeah. years ago. You probably yeah, still yeah. play with her. Still do. Yeah, and she's great. But who are some of the other people aside from? Well, I've been in a lot of bands. I, I've. Uh, some of your listeners might be familiar with groups like DOA or the Rio Statics, with whom I've played and recorded. Um, but I've done, you know, a lot of records of my own. And with that, um, uh, the the string quartet that I was mentioning, the strength of materials. And, uh, you know, I just, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a musician. <laughs> well, you certainly are. And we're going to be getting to know you much better throughout the course of this Radio 8 Ball episode. So right. I feel like that was a pretty uh, pretty decent answer. It'll, I'm sure it'll yield many more answers as, we, as I listen to it in the editing process before it finally comes out. So thanks a lot, Ford. Thank you, Andras. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. 
If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball.